98.7 FM and 1400 AM. News Talk, WANI. It's your News Talk and Information Station, News Talk, WANI, and Auburn, Pleased to hear on the WANI hotline and welcome in Senator Tommy Tuberville, or as uh, a lot of us still refer to him as Coach. I, I, do you ever get tired of hearing that, uh, Senator? No, no, I need to be called Coach Levine. You need to start leading in with some good Merle Haggard or something. <laughs> that, that wakes you up in the morning. That gets you in a good mood. You know, that was my suggestion. I had actually said that on our sports show. You know, our sports shows uh, that we have on our sister station on ESPN Radio, they're always playing bumper music that's, you know, that's like hip-hop. And I asked one of the guys that day, I said, you know, I said, all you guys are old. Why are we not playing anything maybe a little, like some old country or uh, or, or yeah. something something from the the late 70s or 80s or 90s and and uh they just looked at me like i was crazy so i'm i'm glad you suggested that i'll pass that along <laughs> a little little toby keith or there you go the younger guys but you know i'm still a merle haggard guy to be honest with you or you know a burn guys and i you know kind of grew up with those folks but yeah that's uh uh, you know, they need to spice life up a little bit. I absolutely love it. And uh, uh, I will say this, Senator, is uh, Hannah was telling me, she gave me a little rundown of stuff you want to talk about, and it's funny because it struck a chord with me. Uh, when I first got in this business, uh, doing Title IX sports because, you know, they, they always let the guys cut their teeth on uh, the softballs of the world. And, the, and, you know, and I did play-by-play volleyball. Andy Burcham, it was funny because uh, when they got time for somebody to have a play-by-play volleyball voice, he came to me and he said, can you do play-by-play volleyball? And, of course, when you're first getting into business, you go, yes, I can, even though I'd never even seen a game before. So uh, that's how I got st- – so, uh, you know, that's one thing that you're kind of leaning on with Title IX, and that's something that kind of got my – teeth cut and got it started, but it's kind of heading in a different direction from what we've seen nationally. Oh, it's, it's, they're trying to, the left is trying to destroy it from inside out. You know, the, I don't know where the feminist groups are, but, you know, it was the 50th year anniversary this year, Ben, of Title IX. It started back in, what, 72. Mm-hmm. Probably the best thing that the federal government's ever done because they said, hey, we're going to have men's sports. We're going to do the same thing for women and little girls. We're going to get them involved in sports, let them learn, you know, uh, the same things, you know, teamwork, uh, hard work, dedication, time, work with other people. And so when it changed in 72, I mean, you saw a, a 600% increase in female participation. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the college scholarships were there. Now, look at women's sports now in college. Softball is one of the most rising sports in the in the country. And people love to go. And, of course, you got volleyball and gymnastics, basketball. Uh, it has been a godsend, you know, for, for women in this country. Well, now you got a lot of these groups, same groups that fought for it, are trying to destroy it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to destroy it through, um, you know, this gender equity and, and having 60 different genders. And, you know, it's a man and a woman. Uh, and that's what it should be like. But uh, I'm going to tell you, this Biden administration and these people up here, they are bound and determined to allow men playing women's sports you know men have won i think 28 uh sports national titles uh in women's sports in the Mm -hmm. in the last 10 years 28 Mm -hmm. i mean you've got to be kidding me and now we've got young girls parents are not allowing the young girls to play because you got biological boys that want to play and participate in women's sports uh they're they're letting them dress in dressing rooms the same as the girls what what are we what are we doing and uh, i mean we've lost our mind but we're going to fight it here 
I put a bill out last year called the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act, which basically says, no, no, we're, we're not going to allow that to happen. But uh, in May this year, they've got a new new rule by an administration does it. You're not going to get any funding if you don't allow boys to play in women's sports, biological boys. And, and it's just it's, it's crazy. And so this Protection of Women and Girls Act basically says it ensures that if uh, you treat gender as recognized solely on the person's reproductive biological genetics at birth, that's the only way you can do it mm. because uh, boys have different uh, size muscles, uh, uh, skeletal muscles, body mass, and it's not right. You know, girls are going to be playing for second, third, fourth. Uh, they're not going to have a chance to win if you got biological boys playing in these sports. We saw that last year with Leah Thomas in the swim. Uh, swimming in, in the NCAA, and it's just, uh, it makes me sick at my stomach that we, we're allowing, to, that this administration's allowing this to happen. They're trying to destroy the family. Uh, they're trying to take God out of our schools and our country, and we're not going to allow that to happen. We're going to fight it hard, Ben. I know you mentioned, that, and I'm glad you brought that up, the Leah Thomas situation. You know, why is this administration and why are some of the people involved with it not talking to some of the women in athletics about it? Because you've had so many of those swimmers that have come forward uh, that refuse to take uh, photos with them because, you know, they knew they were finishing second or third, and they, so they went and took photos by themselves. Uh, they've asked uh, they've asked government. They've asked states. They've asked their NCAA to, to not allow. How come when some of these ladies speak up that nobody's listening to them, they've just got their own mindset of what they want to do? Well, they've got their mind made up. They're not going to change it. They're not going to let the – the people on the right, the people that really believe in this country and really believe in uh, uh, two genders, uh, speak up. They're going to keep them beat down. The problem we've got is that this this media that we have, they're on board with all these left uh, uh, social ideas. Uh, and uh, if it's like anything else. If you market something, people start to begin to believe it. So the so the national media is on board with the Biden administration and everything that they do. They won't fight back against it. Um, it's going to have to be parents. You saw last year that Glenn Youngkin was the, you know, governor, a guy running against a, 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 a far left socialist, Terry McAuliffe, in Virginia governor. And uh, Glenn Youngkin was behind 15 points, 20 points. And then all of a sudden the school boards uh, went nuts and started telling parents, hey, you have no control over your kids we control your kids and they said wait a minute and uh, all of a sudden glenn yunkin went from 20 points behind to winning that race because people in virginia who a lot of them were democrats and on the left said hey you're not going to take over our schools you're not going to take over the things that that we believe in and we're going to teach our kids at home and we want the same things to be taught at these schools well that's what's happening here with this this gender equity uh situation where they want men to play in female sports, and they're forcing it, and they know they can control it to this point. But, again, they are starting this May a new bill that there are, or law policy that Biden is starting that you, we have no choice. They are allowed to uh, – these biological boys are allowed to play in women's sports, and they're going to force it down our throats, and we've got to fight back. I know you said that you were urging uh, Secretary Cardona against the implementing of the rule. I mean, what are some of the conversations that have been had and, and, and stuff that you've presented to the secretary? It's like talking to a wall. I mean, they're all on board with this. I mean, you can 
we've had them in hearings. We've, we've talked to them about, about fairness. We've talked to them about, hey, Title IX does not allow this. Title IX says that, you know, we have got to do the same for girls, not biological so-called boys that say they're girls. This is for girls, Title IX, and we're going to keep it that way. But they are bound and determined to destroy Title IX uh, by, by forcing the hand on this. And, again, you can just like talking the wall up here. They have got their agenda because they are voters that they think they can add on with a lot of other these uh, groups that they can contain and maintain power up here in Washington. D.C. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do everything you can up here. These groups try to do everything they can to maintain the power over the people of this country. And they're forcing this agenda, which is a whack job agenda. And, uh, again, we've got some of us up here that are fighting back. But uh, they keep you beat down by calling you different names and, and say that, you know, you're not really for everybody. You're, you're, you're just for a few, which is, hey, well, I'm for an American. I don't care who you are. Mm. And uh, we've all got to understand we're all in this together, 330 million of us. But this group has tried to separate and divide us, and they have done a good job of it, along with these uh, these media people up here that are that are locked in with the left. And, again, it's just uh, it's something I didn't think I'd ever see in our country. But, uh, you know, we got to fight back. I was very disappointed that we did not re- regain the Senate. Uh, with all this stuff going on across the country, uh, the the wokeness that that's been taught in our schools and all the things that are going on, we, we came up a little short in the Senate. But how some of these these people across the country that call themselves Americans voted for some of these clowns is absolutely amazing to me because they are destroying what we grew up in in this country. And they, I guess they want a different America. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have to go through a lot of us up here to change it, and we're, we got to fight back every day. Well, and you don't speak on this on inexperience either. I mean, uh, you you actually coach girls basketball, and uh, you, you know we're we're helping put some some young ladies into some of those Title IX scholarships back in the day before you got into collegiate coaching. Everybody thinks that maybe you just were were born and, and put on a collegiate uh, you know collegiate hat and started coaching uh, college football, but that's not the case. I mean, you had to cut your teeth as well, and one of those things was uh, you know coaching four years of girls basketball. Yeah, that was thrill a minute. That's back years ago, and that's when Title IX first started. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I enjoyed it, and I saw a lot of them go from from nothing to getting college scholarships. Uh, again, it had to do with also funding for Title IX. Uh, if if you have men's sports, you have to fund men and women's sports the same. I mean, it was a great idea. And again, a lot of these same people that fought for that are now. On the other side, fighting against Title IX, wanting to tear it down. It's just, <laughs> I, you know, I, it, it's hard for me to figure this out. But, uh, you know, we know where they stand. Uh, American people need to get educated on this and understand what they're doing in our education. They're destroying our schools. They're destroying the education of our kids. You know that, that 6% of the kids now in urban areas, been when they get out of, uh, when they graduate, supposedly graduate from high school, uh, millions of kids every year, 60% of them can't read their diploma. I mean, this is the United States of America. Uh, and you saw also where Baltimore had 23 schools last year, high school, 23 of them, zero proficiency in math. Zero. Hmm. I mean, what are these, what are these teachers unions doing in these, in these schools? And so it's a total attack on education, family, and God in this country. And, uh, we got to speak up and we got to stand up and we got to say what's right. 
Uh, they're going to try to beat you back. They're going to call you everything in the world. I don't care what they call me because I'm for every person, man, woman, black, white, red. It makes me no difference. I have worked with all people all my life, and I want everybody to have a chance to succeed, not just a few. And uh, this country didn't owe you one thing but an opportunity. And I'm looking forward to continuing to push that narrative. What are some of the next steps that some of these parents can take? I mean, contacting. I mean, I, I know they, you know, they can contact your office, but I, you know, with this thing kicking off in May and and the Biden administration trying to push it through, is there anything that the general public can do to contact anybody to say, look, this is not something we want. This is not something we've asked for. Uh, why is it being done? Well, well, they can speak up. Uh, you know, when I was out campaigning, and, and over the years, I've told people. If you're concerned about your kids, and your kids are in what, what I don't care what level they're in, if you're really concerned, you want to make a difference, run for school board. Mm. Run for school board. Get involved. Uh, talk to your school board. If you don't want to run, go to your school board meetings. Uh, be involved in what's going on. Don't just sit back and let these clowns indoctrinate your kids in something that you will regret. Uh, we're fighting real hard up here, Ben, for school choice. I want every kid across the country to be able to know that they can go to whatever school they want. They don't have to go to these indoctrinated teacher union schools. They can go to these schools that uh, that are private, that are charter. They can pick out a school where they feel like they can get the best education. But uh, I'm telling you, uh, you know, these teachers unions, it's a scam. You know, they're taking all this money from the federal government, turn around and giving it to these far-left uh, politicians to get reelected. Uh, it, it, I mean, it's just a merry-go-round of, of the money that goes into these teachers' unions. And, and, again, there's no education going on. They're dumbing our country down. We're losing. Uh, China is passing us up so fast. They're over there teaching uh, biology and, and uh, you know, all these very tough maths, and, and their kids are learning. We're over here. Uh, we're teaching diversity and equity and all these woke agenda things. And... If people want that, uh, they're going, they've got to understand that they're going to be way behind in world education. We have got to get our education back where it should be, but get involved with, with your local schools. Get involved and help us get this, uh, a school choice passed. If we can get that passed and people start pulling out of these public schools, you'll lose it to these teachers unions and they'll have to go out and really get a, get a real job. Very well said. I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up to you, Senator, as uh, uh, spring practice began at Auburn University yesterday, the Hugh Freeze administration with their first practice. It, it, looking back as a as a coach, what, what, what did you always like to get out of spring? What can fans expect to see out of the Auburn Tigers as far as what coaching staff, especially being a new coaching staff? You've been through that, too. Uh, what you plan on getting out of your, your kids and your team on, uh, on, on spring practice when it begins? Yeah, you don't want to try to get too much in. You want to get basics in. You want to get back to blocking and tackling, get people in the right positions. If you're short somewhere, you might have to be strong somewhere else and might be able to move a receiver to defensive back. Uh, you might be able to make some of those moves. Of course, I, I watched almost every game this year at Auburn uh, that was at home. Uh, they got to find a quarterback. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, there's no doubt about that. They got to find a quarterback. And I've told Hugh Freeze that. Uh, you know, that's, that's the person that turns the key. And I know they got one coming back. Uh, he's got to get better. Uh, he, you know, his, his passing efficiency wasn't very good. Uh, now he does have some experience, but uh, I'm sure he's out there looking for quarterbacks. Uh, but uh, he, he needs he needs players at every position. This is going to be a rebuilding year for Auburn. You hate to say that. Uh, you know, I, I was with Sam Pittman this past weekend at Arkansas. He feels like he's got a good team coming back. Uh, 
but he's been there a while. And when you change coaches, it knocks you knocks you back a, a step or two. But Hugh's a good coach. He understands how to build. Um, he's got a very solid uh, mind in terms of offense. I think the guys he's hired on defense is very good. Uh, but, again, it's about players. Uh, it's about players. Players play the games. Coaches don't. Um, and uh, got to get back to recruiting. And it's just uh, one of those deals where I hope they can play better than what, what the future looks like, you know, with the type of players they had last year. But uh, it's going to depend on a lot of these new guys that he's bringing in. You were one of the most successful coaches at Auburn. Let me ask you this. Uh, now with the new transfer uh, portal as well as NIL deals, uh, how, uh, what do you think your career looks like if, if you would have stayed in coaching and, and been able to play by the new set of rules that they are now? <laughs> well, it's not only about coaching. Now, it's about raising money. Uh, <laughs> I hate that we've got to this point. And I'm for players making money. Now, Joe Manchin and I are trying to help with this NIL Mainly the transfer portal, number one. I mean, you, to let kids transfer without without some kind of uh, of penalty, uh, just letting them transfer for money and play immediately. Number one, it's not about education anymore. Uh, you know, and we've made it minor league sports. But you know, the, the rules are what they are. We're going to try to help in some way. We're getting with the NCAA and the commissioners and try to help federally. Because whatever happens, I want it to happen with all fifty states. I, you know, right now, you've got different rules in different states, and it's not a fair and fair game uh, playing field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you need that fair playing field. So NCAA scared their shadow. They always have been. They're afraid of lawsuits. So uh, Joe Manson and I are trying to make it even for all 50 states, not on the the large scale, just on the basic things to make sure people understand it's about education and it's about kids going to school, learning. Uh, if they want to make some money on the side, that's what the Supreme Court says. But making millions of dollars. Uh, that is, uh, that I don't think that's what the NCAA and the Supreme Court was uh, really set their mind on. But it is what it is, and we're going to try to help. Very well said. Senator, I'm going to let you go. I know you're a busy man. I greatly appreciate all the time you gave me this morning, and uh, hopefully we'll have better news than what it sounds like we're supposed to have whenever May rolls around. But as you said, uh, everybody needs to get involved locally in order to try to make a difference. Thank you, Ben. Yes, sir. Senator Tommy Tuberville, Auburn Opelika this morning. Your news talk and information station is where you are located. The only station to ever be named Alabama Station of the Year twice. News talk, W-A-N.